Afternoon, everybody. Um, I wanted to preface this episode by saying that this was recorded over a year and a half ago. Um, so if you hear me saying or answering questions or talking like I'm talking to someone, it's because I was recording this while I was doing the stream about stouts. Uh, so if you hear something that's like really weird for a podcast, that's that's why. Uh, and also... Anything that I'm referring to or I'm talking about that is in reference to like the time, it's because it was over a year and a half ago. So if I'm talking about like, I don't know, something that was going on in late 2021, that's that's more or less why. You're like, no, that didn't happen yesterday. So I just wanted to let you all know. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming by. Hopefully you come back. The next episode that will be published after this stat one will be the Porter. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Cheers. There we go. All right. Let's get started. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I no idea what number episode this is. I'm going to guess 45. I'm definitely in the 40s along with my age especially these last two days man have i whew, i've been struggling anyways uh beers with bori episode 45 and we're gonna talk about stouts now i will also be having a stout while i discuss this uh, i will be having a new one to me and also i think new to um the brewery um, I don't believe they've done this yet, but this is, I'm actually really excited. This is from Guinness Brewing Company, but from their Open Gate Brewery, which is the one just outside of Baltimore. So this is from my home state. Uh, and it is their chocolate mint stout aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels. This is a 10.8% Guinness stout this is in um a bottle this is not canned so this will not have a nitrogenated effect or not treated with nitrogen and right here on the bottle it says this winter treat was brewed with mint aged in bourbon barrels and then finished with cocoa a brew of minty malty sweetness with oak uh excuse me i read this wrong let me try this again. This winter treat was brewed with mint, aged in bourbon barrels, and then finished with cacao. A brew of minty, malty sweetness with oak and cocoa finish. I got cacao and cocoa flipped in that statement. So yeah, this is a 11.2 ounce serving slash bottle. Uh, it's quite, it's like a shorty. It's just, it's just shy of a traditional 12 ounce bottle. Um, but this is a very similar bottle I've seen in when we used to live in Germany, any Guinness, um, any UK made beer in any particular bottle. A lot of them came in this size bottle. It's just, this one's obviously custom for the brewery. This is as uh, etched on the, near the neck of the bottle has Arthur Guinness's name, his signature. Um, but otherwise, yeah, really, really nice. Um, really nice looking bottle check the episode picture because you will see the bottle uh there as well um all right i'm gonna go ahead and crack this open i have had this out for about 20 minutes because it was in the refrigerator so it is definitely uh 
warming up. So you want to have this at like proper cellar temp. You don't want to have this at refrigerator temp. All right, let's pour it in there. Cheers, everybody, for coming by, for hanging out, for listening in, however you are consuming this particular episode. All right, so this pour is literally pitch black. This is burnt motor oil. You cannot see through it. And it has a like French vanilla colored head. I poured it semi-aggressive. It's about a fingers, fingers width head. And I can definitely already get the aroma and I'm not even putting it. It's not even to my nose yet. Yeah, so super pitch black. Wow, that's insane. Like absolutely insane. All right, let's get the aroma. Ooh, Nelly. Okay. Yeah, they're they are not playing. Um, this definitely is. This is a this is a big boy beer. Wow. The 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 cocoa is huge on this. And the bourbon, the 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 aroma from the bourbon barrel is very very strong. Uh, this is, wow wow it is you can actually smell like it's very sweet i can smell something sweet which is all from the malt the, the specialty malts the cocoa uh there's a lot of residual sugar this is a, almost an 11 percent beer so there's a lot of residual sugar and you definitely get it on the aroma um wow all right let's have a taste cheers Again, to everybody, I'm going to cheers the mic. Let's see how this comes out. That probably came out really bad, but either way, cheers. All right. Not as sweet on the palate. Not at all, actually. It's actually more rich. Yeah, it's really rich. Um, it's quite... It's not as viscous. It's not as thick as I thought it would be. Um... It is still pretty medium to high, uh, medium body to like high body. No, that's not the right term. Full body, light, medium, full. There we go. This is definitely more on the, on the a medium to full body side than it is a medium to low body side, um, or light body. Wow. Yeah, this is, mm -hmm. this is delightful. Oh, okay. There it is. There's a little bit of the sweetness on the second sip. It definitely came out a lot. It was definitely more pronounced on the second sip. And this is like a perfect temp now. That's nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Wow. This is really good. Really, really good. All right. Let me snap a pick real quick so I can get that part uploaded and taken care of before I forget. All right. Well, enough about that got the picture out of the way now let's talk about what stouts are shall we all right so out of the oxford companion to beer this is their entry for stouts so i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and start reading out of that and then throw in my own uh tidbits and my own um thoughts on that stouts are a category of warm fermented ale styles that are distinguished by their dark color generally an opaque deep brown or black as well as a distinct roasted character that is often perceived as dark chocolate or coffee both of these qualities derive from the use of roasted grains to 
roasted grains used to brew these beers. Traditional English stout recipes rely on bitterness from the roasted grain to provide a dry finish and consequently tend to consequently tend to show very little hop character. American craft brew versions, however, tend to have a bolder hop presence. So that uh that is very, very true, if not dead on accurate. Not all American made stouts are hoppier. Um, very few are like, you know, like hoppy stouts, like that's not even really a thing. Um, the only reason they would be is to provide that balance because it is most stouts in the U S outside of your traditional, like dry Irish stout style, which I'll get into here shortly. Uh, they're usually big, big beers. They're, they're pushing eight, nine, 10, 11, 12%. And then when you get even higher or at that range, you start aging them in some form of barrel, excuse me, usually bourbon. So American brewers would add in more hops to have that balance of the huge amount of malts that they have to use to get to that alcohol percentage. Um, that's not to say that they're not good. They're quite good actually. Um, but it's also kind of like, it's, uh, uh, it's kind of a way for North American craft brewers and brewers in general to differentiate themselves from the UK and the folks that originated the style. So you don't want to just straight up copy it. Of course, you know, it is still flattering in, in a way to copy somebody else's work, but then still copy it in a good way, not like literally direct rip it off. Um, but you still want to have your own, you're, you're, you want to still make it your own. So that's where the, the boulder hot presence comes into play. All right, so let's continue. Stouts as we know them evolved from the Stout Porter, which was a very popular style in London in the 1800s. Although the term Stout first emerged in England in the 1700s to describe the high alcohol, bolder flavored versions of any beer style, over time it became closely associated with the Porter style. In the late 1800s, regular porters fell out of favor and the designation Stout Porter was eventually simplified to just Stout. That's actually kind of, that's, that's interesting because the term stout, it is, it, it's more like if you go actual definition, it represented any beer that was big, not just the dark ones. Um, and then eventually it just, because the only heavy or the big quote unquote stout beers were porters back then. Hence why they called them stout porters because they were big high alcohol porters. So they threw the stout term in front of the term porter or the style porter. And then of course, eventually the porter became its own thing and it became its own style, but the, the, the stout itself was still being manufactured. Um, but it just necessarily wasn't a stout of a beer. It was just a stout, it, like a, like a, another way of making a porter but you, it's not exactly a porter. So that's a stout. All right. There are many different kinds of stouts. The most widely known is the Irish dry stout popularized by Guinness, the same, same brand, same brewery that I'm having right now. Um, despite the dark color draft, Irish stout is generally a very light style, rarely exceeding the 4% alcohol by volume typified by Guinness. Another common style is out, uh, out meal, 
Another common style is oatmeal stout in which oatmeal is added, resulting in a richer, silkier mouthfeel and full head. The sweet stout or milk stout brewed with the addition of lactose has become less common since its heyday over a century ago. Other stout styles are growing in popularity today. Imperial stout, first brewed in England for Emperor Peter the Great of Russia, has become a popular has become popular among craft brewers, particularly in the U.S. These are usually above 8% in alcohol, and the best examples are full body, rich, and complex, and will often have flavors of aromas. Will have flavors and aromas of dried fruit, coffee, and dark chocolate. All right, so let's back it up a little bit here. Uh, the dry Irish stout, or the Irish dry stout, which is the, the, the Guinness stout. That one, yes, it is generally very low in alcohol. Um, it is around four to like four point five percent um and that's it like the reason everyone really associates guinness as a heavy beer is the way that guinness is served and poured it is on nitro and also if it's out of the cans it's also nitrogenated with the widget inside that the nitrogenation of the liquid cream that makes that head nice and creamy so it gives the perception that it's a thick like a thick beer and it's heavy and it's, you know, it's filling on the stomach it's not, it's actually quite light in body. Um, because it's only 4%, um, at a time it actually had lower, it had less calories than a Bud Light. Now it has a little more, it's only like 15 to 20 calories more than a Bud Light, but it's still less alcohol than a Bud Light. I think a Bud Light is 4.2 and Guinness is four point, it's four right on the dot so it, it it's it's a misconception that guinness is a thick heavy beer which is not the irish dry stout style it is not a quote-unquote heavy beer it is essentially an english dark mild but from ireland and it's just dubbed irish stout i don't believe they would ever call it an english mild because it's not english um and i don't think the irish make milds i think they, their style names, even though they are essentially the same as what the Brits were making, they just wouldn't call them that. Um, so the Irish dry stout to me is essentially an English dark mile. Uh, now the oatmeal stout, that one is usually for like the medium level, 6%, five and a half, maybe six and a half percent. They're, uh, they, the addition of oatmeal, the increase of the specialty malts that make it a stout that is like one of the really really nice like uh you'd almost want to have it on its own type of stout right you don't you, you can pair it with things a stout can pair very well with a lot of with a lot of food not just desserts but the oatmeal stout is like one that because of that oatmeal, the addition of oatmeal it does give it that silky smooth mouthfeel and it's just so nice to drink when you find a good oatmeal stout like you just you, you want to have it at all times in your fridge. Cause whenever you want, you're in the mood for a dark beer and oatmeal stout is like one of the best ones to go with. And then the sweet stout or milk stout, essentially all that really is, is about an oatmeal stout, remove the oatmeal and include lactose. Um, now there are oatmeal milk stouts out there too, um, to really bring up that that silkiness um but most are not that way most are either oatmeal stout or they're sweet stout or milk stout 
and the inclusion of lactose because it's a non-fermentable sugar it gives you that sweet like flavor um without actually adding like sugar um but it is actual lactose it's real lactose so if you are lactose intolerant and you happen to enjoy beer i would stay away from milk stouts because it will it will not feel good it'll taste good but then i'm gonna assume that reaction of the lactose is gonna not it's you're gonna head out to a bathroom sooner than you'd want unless you take medicine for it then of course then you're fine and the imperial stat yes the imperial stat is essentially those big 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 boys that i was talking about eight nine ten eleven twelve and then they end up getting uh barreled aged usually in bourbon um but they are starting to branch out there are um some stouts being aged in i've seen maple syrup bourbon barrels so essentially it's a bourbon barrel maple syrup has been aged in that barrel the maple syrup has then been removed from said barrel and then they stick an imperial stat into the same barrel so now you're getting a bourbon you're getting some maple flavoring plus the wood plus a huge imperial stout of eight to eleven percent um i think some stouts are getting dunked into uh man rum barrels they're getting dunked into red i've seen red wine barrels um or i've seen naked american oak barrels but they include like like some fruit like a like cherries i've seen that before too and that's yeah that's that's kind of the 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 majority of the stouts out there there are other variations that are very rare there's quote unquote a white stout um it's essentially a play on the term um it's breweries trying to make something very unique and different it's been around for quite a while it's just not many people do it because it most likely doesn't sell um i don't think i think it's more of a I think it's more of a gimmick to be honest with you, but it still tastes good. Um, it's a pale blondish amber colored beer that has the inclusion of usually coffee or cocoa nibs, which mimic the dark malts that would be in a stout. And a lot of breweries will, will go one step further and serve that same exact beer, but on nitro. So now you're getting the, the flavor of chocolate and or coffee so that mimics the dark roastedness of a stout then you're serving it through a nitro tap so that's going to mimic the silkiness and the quote-unquote heaviness of a stout but it's 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 golden and then of course if you increase alcohol high enough six to eight percent now it's got the the little booziness that some stouts have uh it there's not there's not many like i said but there are some that are um they're okay uh there's a local brewery here in camarillo institution ales they make one um it's i think it's a seasonal it might come out once a quarter or it might only come out in the fall and the winter uh because it is that one's probably one of the better ones it actually does have uh like a pretty pretty decent stout flavor but it's 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 pale golden in color um, it's kind of sort of like a mind fuck. You're looking at this glass and it's gold, you know, light colored beer, and then you smell it and drink it and it's like a dark beer. Now going back to the Guinness chocolate mint stout. Now that I've had this out for much longer than you know 20, 30 minutes, it is definitely now at room temp. The the flavor and the aroma is completely different. This has got now like the big 
bourbon uh oak aroma like i just it's all wood to me it's all it's all like the the charred a little bit of vanilla in there from the tannins and on the taste it's you really now pick up that 10.8 almost 11 percent it is the booze is there but it's only there because now it's at room temp it is it is much warmer so it it has a completely different flavor earlier as i was started to record it was at or about cellar temp 45 to 50 ish degrees fahrenheit almost 55 which is where you want to have it that's the optimal temperature um right now at ambient slash room temperature this isn't this isn't the ideal temp i'm just you know kind of nursing it um trying to figure out what i want to talk about with it so i'm just holding it my my body temperature along with the room temperature has increased the beer's temp so that's where this this it, it got it up so high um but that's not also i'm not also trying to say if you're going to drink this down it quickly because no that's not what you want to do this is almost 11 percent um depending on how big you are this still will hit you it's still an 11 beer through and through uh but yeah this is it's it's a very different beer now um it's quite good uh then that's i mean and that's but that's what stouts are right let's let's get back to the main topic is they are you know by the definition they're big beers um the irish stout being the smallest of set stout style mostly because it is only four percent and um it's a deceiving mouthfeel from the guinness style of irish stouts through the nitro tap or from a can with the with the widget it's just a it mimics what a quote-unquote stout beer would be but it actually isn't thick at all it's just it's a very light light uh lower light beer light like light in calorie, but also light in alcohol. Um, and then you got everything else, the oatmeals, the lactose milk stouts or sugar or sweet stouts. You have your Imperials and then the, the Imperial includes like a lot of variations of that. And yeah, it's, it's big, big, bold, dark beers, um, full flavored. Some do finish dry, others finish semi-sweet um but they're all they're all really good they are all really good well awesome um hopefully you all enjoyed this little discussion on stouts and my quick beer review of um guinness's chocolate and mint stout that was bourbon barrel aged and out of the open gate brewery from um, Baltimore, Maryland is what they say on here, but it is just outside of Baltimore. It's a suburb. You, I actually know exactly where it's at. It's definitely not in Baltimore. It is just outside of it, but you know, that doesn't look cool on a, on a label. Uh, the actual city, Maryland does not look cool. Baltimore, Maryland on a label does. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is, this is really nice. I'm really, really happy. Meredith was able to get it. All right. Uh, next time and next episode should be my discussion and my review of Samuel Adams Utopia. I owe you all that episode in podcast form. 
So this stout episode should be first in your feed and then you should see the utopias. I need to, I just need to actually record it in podcast form. I already did it on stream, but I did not record while I was streaming and I didn't record after I uh, streamed. So I need to go back and review my stream to get my notes from it and then do a review and post pictures and all that good stuff. So look for that hopefully within the next week until then, everybody stay safe. Thank you again for coming by and cheers.